0: On this episode of the Nescent Celtics podcast, we'll break down games four and game five for the Celtics and Bucks. What went wrong before they could take advantage and take a serious lead? And we'll look ahead to game six in Milwaukee as the Celtics face elimination. All right, Chelsea. So.
1: I have no words. Vibes but... are
0: low, mid, high.
1: The energy has shifted to a bad place. Well done. Thank you.
0: Well done. Not how Jalen would like that to be intended for use, but.
1: You know, it's so sad because, like, how do you blow that lead? I mean, they had all the momentum. Everything was going great. They're back home. They're like, oh, my gosh, they got one in Milwaukee. Like, this is a perfect scenario, perfect time for you to take the series lead. And then, like, two, two minutes left, it just goes haywire. I don't know know what happened. I have a theory about Celtics dunks. We can talk about that a little later. I've already talked to you about it at our desk. But after that, Al Horford dunk with two minutes left in the fourth quarter, I just, they were up six. And then they lose. So, I mean, vibes are a little low today for me. How are you feeling?
0: Low, too. (laughs) And it it goes back to when Al had that hammered-down dunk. The garden erupted. It was shaking. It was loud.
1: And you were there.
0: Yeah. And Giannis, the audacity to shoot a three, to respond, nails it. That makes it a three-point game. And you go, what went wrong? I. But this is what the series has come down to. Because I've said how the Celtics, if they play discipline basketball stick to principles literally do the basics right because that's what they can do so well they're so good defensively they yep. have two great 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 scores and an elite score in tatum yeah that's all they need to do but it was after the game you looked at the offensive rebound discrepancy and you saw the bucks had 20 points second chance points off 17 boards seven from bobby portis so it goes al horford dunk Wes Matthews offensive rebound, Giannis three. Then Bobby Portis with an offensive rebound again, but JB pulls that down. And then you go late. I mean, you got the perfect guy at the free throw line that you want shooting those two shots in Giannis Attentacumpo. Bobby Portis pulls it down. That gives them the lead. You've got and there's friendly that fire. You've got yeah. to get and there's friendly fire. Like Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart both, both wanted that board, mm-hmm. took each other out. Bobby Portis, right man, right spot, and hit the shot when he needed to. Because otherwise, he was terrible from the floor offensively, but he finished with a double double yeah. in points and rebounds, and that's what this game this game came down to. And Marcus Smart said it right after the game, that was it right there.
1: Yeah, definitely. And also, like you said, Giannis makes a three pointer, and then a minute later, Drew knocks one down too. Cold. And Drew Holiday Cold. was like an assassin in the last minute of that game. Like he hits a three, then he blocks the shot attempt from. Marcus Smart, which I mean, I don't know if he that was actually an attempt that he wanted to take. We were talking about how it looked like the offense broke down there. Maybe he was looking for an outlet, whatever. But Drew was coming in to help. It was the block was clear as day. He was in perfect position for that. Sucks. But then we take uh, the Celtics take the ball out and Drew comes and pit pockets Marcus. Game over. Like, I mean, that was all Drew. Great player and credit to him, but. That's a tough way to go out.
0: That play that Drew got the block on, it was a weird drop. Jason Tatum's opposite corner of the inbound didn't move at all with Wes Matthews on him. So are you taking your best score and using him as a decoy there and don't want Wes on him? Like that's what, that's what I see there. And then Marcus though, he gets it and right away you see that look where he's like, I'm going up and shooting this. Yeah. There was no time for it to develop and they had time on the clock. They did have time to work with yeah. around 11 seconds and that block happens and it was... The, one of the most impressive, instinctual, crazy plays I've seen. Block, catch, stay in bounds, throw it off Marcus, you regain possession.
1: Yeah, no, I don't see why Jason Tatum. And see, this is the thing. and we, we can go back to the beginning of the season because when the season first started, the Celtics were blowing leads like it was their job. Like, we used to, like That was happening every single game. And what it came down to was the last four minutes of the game. They would play super hard and efficient and effective and for 44 minutes and then the last four minutes of each game they would just blow it and that's exactly what I saw in Jason Tatum only because he made a field goal with I think it was three minutes and 40 seconds left in the fourth and then he went on and he missed two more buckets but that was it I mean he had 35 you are their leading scorer like you are their go-to guy this is where you need to come alive you need to make a clutch bucket if everyone's giving you these MVP chance and we're saying how incredible of a star you are and you've become in this season which he has but it's down the stretch where okay we don't see you and we needed the I mean sorry not we the Celtics they needed those buckets and I mean he missed two so that could have been four points that they could have had but he's got to step up there
0: yeah and it's even we saw the spurts where when the Bucks would throw a punch the stars for the Celtics had their answers and would punch back and it would work Third quarter, game gets close. Just a five-point lead for the Celtics. Jalen Brown has 16 points in the third alone, 12 points in the last three and a half minutes. And this was him hitting threes, driving, assisting. At one point, Tatum was making plays well in the first half, had three straight assists on three straight scores for the Celtics. So you see them feeling their game and getting to that. And it is amazing when you get a game like what Jalen had, when you get a game like what Jason had, and it goes to waste because they just didn't play the full 48 minutes. And even credit to it, Marcus Smart played out of his mind, 15 points, three for five from three. Jalen Brown had 26 points, eight rebounds, six assists. And then from Jason Tatum, 34 points, six rebounds, four assists. Like when you get that and you get nine points from Derek White, 11 from Daniel Tice off the bench with no Robert Williams, that's exactly what you're asking for that's exactly what you're needing and if you told me that is what they got I'd be like that's a win
1: and, and it should have been I mean the offensive rebound discrepancies were huge obviously not having Robin there not even just to grab boards but to like tip it out to the guards would have made a huge difference obviously we knew that would be something that they would struggle with with him not being in there but the thing is is that you, you have to stop the Bucks from getting second chance points and if they're if you're going to allow them to get these offensive rebounds, then you've got to put a body on someone. And if you're going to foul them, foul them hard enough that they don't make a bucket. Because 17 offensive uh, offensive rebounds to five, like, that's huge. I mean, and so you're saying, you know, you get these numbers from Tice and Derek White has stepped up, and I think that he's, Him you know, found himself yeah, over the past three games, mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. has been really great for the Celtics. But you look at those numbers, and it's like, okay, that should be a win. But then I'm looking at the offensive rebounds, and it's like, how? And then this is what happens, right? They,
0: they outshot the Bucks the entire game, too. Yeah. They outshot them. Every single quarter was better from the floor. Didn't, ex, didn't attempt a single three in the fourth, though. Still shot eight for 16 from the floor. Yeah. And... Early on, I mean, Jason Tatum at half was like two for 10 from deep, and he was getting good looks. Off screens, wide open shots, it just wasn't falling. So it got to a point where, hey, for him, lock in and drive. But for the way Marcus Smart was shooting, Jalen Brown, for them to abandon it, even how Derek White was finding his shot, for them to abandon it like that, the three ball, it just got really stagnant with the offense. Took the air out of the ball, and it felt like they were functioning to not lose instead of let's close this game out we have our foot our foot on their throats let's really put them away just run it up who cares yeah it's i mean it's crucial it was a game five you're at home you could finally get home court advantage take the first lead of this series after stealing that game in milwaukee where you have a terrible third quarter but respond with four to three points in the fourth quarter the day and night in the last two games to go from 43 points in the fourth quarter to what they did last night in the fourth it, it's what's baffling And there is the credit to give for Mike Budenholzer because Giannis hit a wall in Game 4.
1: He was gassed in Game 3 and in Game 4.
0: And in the last five minutes, he had to take himself out to get rest for a minute. The second that happened, Jason Tatum ripped eight points in a little over a minute. So whether Giannis was on the floor or not, they knew to attack him. He wasn't moving his feet well. It was lost in the Al Horford uh, poster over Giannis. Giannis got flat-footed on that, did not move his feet left, Al Horford drove right by him. Blew
1: right by him. Yeah,
0: for Defensive Player of the Year, I mean, that shows how Gastianus was. But Mike Boonholzer was periodically checking him out of the game earlier on in Game 5, making sure that he had enough gas left in the tank late. And what him and Drew Holiday did was make winning plays. Pat Connaughton hit plenty of big threes. Tough shots as well. Guys in his face. So as the Celtics went 0-for-0 from 3 the Bucs went six for six from three in the fourth quarter, too. Yeah. You saw these little things where the Bucks stuck around. They kept shooting. They kept playing hard. And it's a cliche, but it's like that's championship basketball, the heart of the champions. They know what it takes to get there, how hard it is to play. Go back to the last postseason run when they had to take the Nets to seven games. They had to take Hawks to six. In the finals, they opened up down 0-2, and the Suns ran them in those first two games, and they ripped off four straight wins to win that NBA championship. So they have that where they got to
1: dig deep and they get it.
0: The Celtics, they got that too. They showed it in game four, but in game five to show up
1: flat like that is so tough. I still think the Celtics are the better team. I mean, obviously they're missing Rob, who was huge for them. But one thing that I saw in game five that I thought was, that added to their distress and to this loss was the absence, so to speak, offensively of Grant Williams. Yesterday. He didn't score. Uh, he was 0 for 3 from the field and 0 for 2 from 3. He finished with two rebounds and one assist in 31 minutes. He was dealing with foul trouble. Um, he had four for the game guarding Giannis. Um, he seemed to be a little bit out of rhythm. Um, and that was puzzling for me because Grant, I think, has been so impactful for the Celtics in this series, defensively especially, but also offensively when he's knocking down from long distance. Uh, so that that was tough to watch with Grant just because he was someone that I think that they needed. And I think that if he was able to drop a few buckets and stay out of foul trouble, then they potentially could have won this game. And
0: it goes to because Grant and Al, those are your Giannis preventers, slower downers. And
1: Al did a great—I think Al does a great job on Giannis. Giannis is obviously just, you know— He's incredible Hulk. Yeah. But— I think that Al has found a way. Like I was saying yesterday, it's almost like Al Horford has Giannis's number. Like he's dunked on him yesterday when he ran in for that flying dunk. He ran in from the three-point line and got Giannis. I mean, it wasn't on him, but Giannis did jump for that. But he's found a way to guard him and get steals without fouling. And Al Horford has been doing that very, very well. So credit to him. Mm -hmm. But – for Grant, it was just it was tough yesterday. He was getting all the foul calls.
0: And it is you say when Grant you didn't get those points from him. I mean, he had 21 points in the game two win, but had just nine and nine next two. But that's when Al had 22 points and then 30 points. So between the two of them, you need to get points. And between the two of them, Al Horford had eight points. Grant Williams, like you mentioned, had zero. So yeah. that is just that another scoring caveat. And what Al was, especially in games three and four, was so consistent. He always made the right plays. That's what he's been doing his entire career. But Mm -hmm. when they needed those buckets, it wasn't tough shots. It wasn't incredible shots. It was the right shot. It was the right decision. He was making them. Yeah. And maybe that gets to a point where he was that safety valve for them. If Tatum or Brown, when Brown's dealing with foul trouble in game four, when Tatum's shot wasn't there until the fourth quarter, when Marcus Smart's shot wasn't there until late in the fourth, Al Horford got them to that point. Yeah,
1: I was saying, I was was tweeting out Al Horford to the rescue because that's how it felt in game four, you know, like – He was keeping them in the game, and he's been doing that all series, but Game 4 was more prominent because he was going off. I don't think anyone expected him to come out in Game 5 and have another 30-point game, but maybe expected him to contribute a little bit more. I think things were very quiet inside for the Celtics, even though, you know, Tice, he didn't miss yesterday, 5-for-5 from the field, 1-for-1 from 3, 11 points. Like, that was great, especially in the absence of um, Rob Williams, but their inside game was quiet yesterday and
0: and it's credit because when al goes and does that and posterizes Giannis, you know that beast is gonna wake up and he's gonna he's he's like i'm the best player in the world dude i'm one of the best defenders i will slow you down and that's what he did too i mean they were smart you you take horford out of it just the pressure gets on late in the game and it goes on your younger guys of the tatums and the browns and the smarts of they got to step out and make plays
1: down the stretch yep you had the game yep you were up six with two minutes left like 14 in a game with five, 10 left. Yeah, but like in a game five, in a must win, right? At because home. at home, because we talked about how with NBA playoff history, like the team that in a if you're tied two two, the team that wins game five has like an eighty percent chance of going on to win the series. So when you're looking at this, you're saying, you know, this is a must win, especially because you're going back to Milwaukee for game six. So now the Bucks have all the energy and the momentum with them going back home. You've got to get this win. So I think for what we've been talking about throughout the season is that it's the consistency for the Celtics. It's the maturity, the consistency, the the championship mentality, and obviously the Bucks are coming off a of championship season. But like, that's what it takes to dig deeper and to go into second gear. And I think for Giannis, we saw him go into a second gear, um, and that's why they were able to get the win.
0: He hit that wall game four, but game five he avoided it. And like I said, it's yeah. credit to Bud, but he knew what to do. And there was even the moments of – Tatum had a good mid range shot, put him up 101.95. It's about five minutes of play. Giannis offensive rebound off a tough shot. Um, and then Drew with a make makes it 101.99. And then Tatum had that answer tough turnaround shot, got a good bounce on I the rim. I love
1: that turnaround. That reminded me of Kobe. That was so Kobe esque. His back. I, I've been I saying that his, was so great. His back to the basket he is one of the best bags
0: in the league. And yeah, oh that my was God. a Kobe esque shot where he oh, went out and got fadeaway, it. yeah. And then the Al Dunk made it a six point lead. Yeah. And then th- and then there was a Giannis three smart with a turnover off of Giannis steal. Portis turned down the three, which is huge there because he missed a tough one. He was not finding the shot. Then finds drew who nails it. And that was a one Oh five tie game tying three right there. Yeah. So it just showed, it was the quick momentum shift and it was just the poise by the bucks that right. showed up here because right. the Celtics have showed their poise. And it's like, you haven't seen Giannis or drew go out and really make dumb mistakes. They've, haven't played efficiently, and Drew is still yet to shoot better than 40% in a game. But he's going out and shooting. He's going with, all right, I got to take Chris's shots over. Mm-hmm. I know I got to do it. Screw it. I'm going to go put up 20, 25, 30 shots a game. That's what you need me to do. Yep. And maybe they're not shooting well, but they're not making mistakes. That's what Drew Holiday does so well. Yeah. Passing, defending from the post does it all.
1: Yeah. I think it was, I think the biggest thing is no one. No one in TD Garden, no one really watching the game was thinking early in the fourth quarter that the Celtics were, were going to blow this lead. This was no. their game to win, and they dropped it. They dropped the ball, literally. So now you got to win two in a row. Yeah. One in Milwaukee. Well,
0: that's it. And that's a good one. I mean, I asked Jason after the game, I was like, now you've had bounce back wins in this series, but now this is you're down 3 2, mm-hmm. elimination game in milwaukee what's the pressure like and he just looked at me and says not looking at it that way and it was funny but he's right he's going with execution based focus over outcome based focus you're not mm-hmm. worrying about winning the series you're worried about playing a game on friday doing what you need to do and right. gives you that win right? right right but that is and there is a human factor he could say that and i do believe that that's how he looks at it
1: mm-hmm.
0: but there is that pressure there's a human factor absolutely this. and pfizer forum i, I love it because i covered the bucks last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, people I've spoke to around here, they're like, "Man, Pfizer gets loud. That's a brand new arena. It does. It's about three, four years old. Pack 18,000 people Very into loud. there." Someone else into uh, yesterday was like, "I was impressed by Pfizer when he was there last season, regular season game. They get up for their Bucks basketball. They love Giannis. They they really rally around this team, same mm-hmm. way that Celtics fans have rallied around them. So yeah. it's not going to be easy. Nope. Now, and it comes down to I've said it to you on this podcast when we're talking around the office, just talking whenever." Celtics just got to play their basketball
1: yeah that's it and and of course the pressure is on Jason Tatum's not gonna say that to anyone but of course there's a little bit of pressure I think that it's great for him to have that perspective of you know what we're just looking at the next game we're playing to win we're trying to stay level-headed whatever which is great but yes you have to win two in a row and you have to go on the road to win one of them literally like game six is a must win you cannot lose their season will be over and that's how you have to look at it is the fact that, yes, we have to go to Pfizer, but like this is it for us. And for the Celtics, it's like, okay, we know that we can win on the road because they won two in Brooklyn and they won one in Milwaukee. So there is some sort of positive that we can take out of this situation. We can go there and, take and get a win, but you have to. So there is a little bit of added pressure there.
0: And this is, I mean, game two was a must win because you can't leave Boston down 0-2 to the Bucs. Yeah. Game four was a must win because you can't come back down 3-1. And yeah. now you're down three two. And like you said, he's on the line. So obviously it's a must win, but you gotta play it. It's it's you yeah. gotta play it as if it's a one game series right now. Like you're playing elimination. Yeah.
1: The only thing that I'm taking away from game five versus them being um, them winning like game two and then game four was the fact that I don't think that they played their best basketball when they got those wins. Mm-hmm. And in game five, I thought that they were playing well until we got to the fourth quarter pretty much. Like I thought, you know, they were in the driver's seat they were controlling the game they had a good lead especially when you get down to just a couple minutes left so it's like okay if we're able to beat this team when we're not playing great when our stars aren't shooting well and then you come and jt has 35 granted he missed a couple buckets with a minute or two left but like what else needs to happen here i -hmm. think they need to just look a little more inside be more detailed and say okay who needs to step up in these moments? Granted, we'll see if they have Rob Williams for Game Six, but we'll see.
0: And the tough part, because may said before the game they're being overly cautious with him. He's dealing with soreness, so the inflammation's gone, but the soreness is restricts his movement. And a guy as explosive as him, but you got to look at Rob, and you got to go give us 15 minutes. We don't. They had him around that 24 watch, 24 mm-hmm. minute watch. Give us 15 minutes. We yeah. need rim protection there. We need you in clutch minutes. My stuff gets tight. If Grant gets banged up, Al or someone gets in foul trouble, we need that. And just mm-hmm. to say, do the same role, play off ball. But you're right, because they didn't play good in the third quarter in games three or four. In game three, they just came up short on a fourth quarter comeback. In game yeah. four, they had the 43-point run in the fourth to steal that win as well. So mm-hmm. they, they haven't played 48 minutes of basketball. You could say with the Bucks, they haven't either. There's how this game started. Mm-hmm. But with undermanned, because as we said after game four, you know we saw that as that's when they missed Chris Middleton. When Giannis is gassed, Chris can go get those buckets. Right. Undermanned, on the road, and you're facing a must-win game in game five because you want to go and close it out in six at mm-hmm. home. They played a full 48 minutes. They stayed composed, and they did what they had to.
1: Yeah, I think that the Celtics are going to come into game six Wanting to redeem themselves from this Game Five loss, so I think I'm hoping for their for their sake that they come out with a higher level of intensity than they did in Game Four in Milwaukee. Because if they don't, they're gonna lose that game.
0: Here's my thing: like, Giannis has figured Grant out, and because of the explosions he's had, of you called it in Game Four, you knew he was gonna go off. Oh yeah, I mean you you yeah. always know, right? Like who am I who am I who am I to doubt Chal? <laughs> But you know, you no, said it, not me. You, you called it. I mean, he had the 34 points even in a loss in game four. He had 42 points in that. Uh, I'm sorry. The game Bucks, three. Yeah. yeah game yeah. three, I called. Game thank three, you, he would thank go you. off. Yes. Yeah. Game three had 42 points. Game four, he had 34. And now he had 40 points again. And it was a quiet 40 because even when they were down, he was still getting buckets. And he was still scoring. And he was staying at it. Yeah. And. I think that gets to a point, and the longer this series gets stretched out, the more shoulders you're taking to the chest against Giannis mm-hmm. for Grant and Al, the mm-hmm. more tired you're going to
1: get. Yeah, Grant took a charge in game five and came up and was like, he got hit by a truck. I mean, Giannis is pretty much a truck or a train or whatever car you want to compare him to, but that was tough. And like you said, when you're taking those hits and trying to take charges on Giannis, that takes a toll on your body.
0: Was that, um, I'm thinking, was that... It was late in the game he actually hurt his i'm thinking back from watching it right left foot one was of his that when feet. he was like skipping over he to couldn't the side put line? pressure yeah yeah and now uh, people thought that came from the charge it happened when he was back on the offensive end something happened oh. so he limped his whole way down the court still drew that charge so that impressed me but he got yeah. banged up before then but yeah it's like yeah guys aren't at 100 Giannis looks like he is drew looks like he it's is it's a but big assignment you brought up literally <laughs> six. I'm so literally I'm so divided on what I think for game six. I want to I called Celtics in seven. I want to stick with Celtics in seven. But after what the Bucks did and kind of breaking your spirit at home and the way it happened with the turnovers with the sloppy basketball where the Celtics can come out and say, hey, we're going to play discipline. We're going to be locked in. But the second stuff goes sideways in game six, which you will because the game's not going to go perfect. And they're the champs. They're going to make that happen. They're going to put the pressure on you i'm i'm finding a tough way to you know believe in myself that they will respond the way they need to
1: so you're thinking bucks are are winning in six you got to pick one right now the pressure's on you now i've been saying celtics in seven i said it before i said
0: after game one i said after game four i said after game i haven't said anything after game five this is your chance it is tough because of how close this is and you put it in seven it's a toss-up for anyone
1: the thing about going to milwaukee in a must win is the fact that the bucks with their fan base and everything like when you go into you know this is our we have three wins this could be the game that will send us to the finals like that's enough for you to go out and play as hard as you can so i think they're going to have all the momentum i also think that they have the calls. I mean, after Al Horford dunked on Giannis in Game Four and literally postered him and came down and inadvertently hit him with his elbow in his face, that tech. shouldn't have been uh, like Crazy, craziest. That as was that. by accident. He couldn't control his body in that moment, but he still got a tech for that. Like that's crazy. Even, but those are the calls that they're gonna get. Yeah. In Pfizer. I'll
0: even go back. The Giannis just giving a look to Al getting tech was ridiculous. No, yeah, that too. was crazy. The softest for the taunt, stuff I've ever taunts, seen. Yeah. 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 Please like, come
1: on. If you're emotion. listening, someone please. Tell us what the taunt rule is in the NBA. We don't know anymore. No no one
0: knows at this point. The officiating in this series, series long, has been absolute garbage on both sides. A little
1: sketch. And, th-
0: like, mm-hmm. this is the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm trying to think, like, two evenly matched teams in the Eastern Conference Finals, too. Like, this... If this was an ECF, it would be one of the best in recent memory. You know what I mean? Because, like, you get a lot of Eastern Conference Finals matchups that aren't this tight, but Mm -hmm. it is. I'll go Celtics in seven. I'll stick Celtics Celtics in in seven. seven. Okay,
1: I originally said Celtics in six. If they won game five, then that could have come true, but Mm -hmm. here we are. I honestly think... That the Bucks are going to win Game Six. Yeah, that's how I, I know. Feel. I feel that in my gut. I know. That's how I think. I feel I'm saying right Celtics now. instead. There's of just nothing that can that can tell me otherwise, honestly. They're, I.
0: Both teams are defending well. The Bucks are just more. They just they have that confidence on their side, like Pat, like Pat Connaughton. Bobby Portis playing bad on offense all night long and still pulling down the big rebounds. Like, they're going out knowing the role. Connaughton with three threes, big ones in the fourth quarter, perfect from deep in the fourth. Catching and shooting at a high point. Like, bad passes just lets it go and gets it off. And not getting an end-one foul, which you could have gotten. Like, that's at the point where, for me, what I loved about the Celtics was their confidence in the Nets series. And, yes, it's a different team all around mm-hmm. defensively. The Nets aren't as good as Bucks. Mm-hmm. But now that's the way it feels like it's shifted for the Bucs. Yeah. To do that in Game 5 on the road, it wasn't in Milwaukee. Now, crap, we got to go to Boston and close it yeah. out. You go back home.
1: Yeah, I, I I honestly just feel like Game 5 kind of was just like dropped into the Bucks' lap. Like they just should not have won that game. But sure, I'll steal this win from you. So I think that they're like going back home like, okay, we have all the momentum. Like there's we don't have any pressure because they can lose Game 6 and go to Game 7. I just think that they're going to run away with it in game six. That's how I feel. and It's, when it, if, it's all based on how the Celtics start, too. Yeah, yeah. That'll be huge.
0: Cause that's the thing. I'm not looking for adjustments anymore. We've seen what you could defend when you can defend Giannis one-on-one. We see what happens if you put too many double teams on him and he starts passing around. You see when your team is shooting well and when they're not shooting well, but you can go out and have a good fourth quarter. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Is it's, how do the Celtics start? Do they get in a deep hole? Yeah. And it's credit. I mean, they've lost the third quarter the last two games going before game five and then mm-hmm. they finally have a good third quarter in game five and then a fourth quarter they just absolutely drop the ball yeah no pun intended there
1: yeah it's it'll be how they start i think in game six um, if they can control the pace and if they can also just take care of the basketball yeah. and i thought they did a good job with that in game five when you look at the turnovers yeah, I mean, the Bucks had 13, the Celtics 10 for the game. The Celtics, but the Celtics had Celtics, like six turnovers, like seven minutes left. They only, like had, two, they only left. had two in the first quarter. Yeah. Or, yeah, two in the first quarter. So I thought they were taking care of the ball early, which, I mean, obviously they were winning. They were in control. But I think it's how they start, and then it will also be how they finish these games. How they finish in crunch time, how they play in crunch time. Can their stars step up? I mean, Jalen Brown, 16 points in the third quarter. That's a great quarter for him. They started off the fourth pretty well, but that last four minute mark, like, that's something that's been eating at them the entire season. And they have to learn how to be consistent then.
0: It was you mentioned it, so they had I had it in my notes because it caught my eye too. with 734 to play, Celtics had just six turnovers, which was a match for their season low. Then boom. Out of the timeout, they had a seventh turnover. Yeah. And that was them running a play. So it was just a bad, like you saw the, yeah. the offense hit that wall.
1: Just got to take care of the basketball.
0: It's great. So. Cr- it's, cr- it's like, I feel like a broken record, but that's what it's been with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all play. about inconsistencies. That's yeah. it. And, and we talk about their level of maturity as players. Um, and I think that that's what it comes down to. It's just been being able to stay locked in for the entire game. And Jalen Brown post game yesterday, yesterday after game five, he said that he thought that they played. Hard for all 48 minutes, but they didn't play as purposeful down the stretch such a big difference. Yeah That's gonna be key for them if they want to win game six Are
0: you locked in when it comes to what you're running on offense with your defensive assignments with the rotations, being purposeful with your shots like literally going out to get a job done because when you take the air out of the ball all of a sudden just changes what your mentality is yep. when you're going out to attack? Yep. they got to go out and kill. They got to do it from the jump, and they got to do it for 48 minutes against the Bucks. Yeah. So I'm I'm sticking with my Celtics and seven, All even right. though my gut it says Bucks and six. You're saying Bucks you went from six. Celtics and six to Bucks and six.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I don't hate it. Well,
1: we'll we'll see. This
0: is such a tightly contested <laughs> matchup. It is.
1: It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a, a good one. Game six is definitely going to give everything that we want it to give. But it'll be up to the Celtics to dig deep and see if they can get back to TD Garden because that'll be huge for them. Yeah. And that's what you've got to keep on your mind.
0: And so. that was what came down to me in this series is that the Celtics having game seven at home, I was saying you can't say enough of how big home court advantage is yeah. in a decisive game is for it. And but, that's
1: the thing and you're in game five. And you let it yes. slip through your hands. Exactly. It was
0: exactly. a difference in game five. I'm telling you, that place, I could not hear the refs whistle. And then all of a sudden, when Bobby Portis had that putback after the offensive rebound, like it was just bewilderment it's like what's the going on the air up? got
1: sucked out of TV literally garden. it was, it just was quiet. like why yeah and it was it, that you, was that
0: i was yeah. you felt i felt like what was i even leaving i don't know like a uh, middle school chorus recital <laughs> you're just walking out you're <laughs> like middle
1: school chorus okay
0: i i gave up chorus in oh i did do it in middle school eighth grade i stopped all right songbird of my generation you,
1: you've got to sing some chorus back at the desk <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I lose a bet then if, if, if Bucks get it in six I'll sing yes! I'll sing in the office
1: next episode Next episode, uh, the great, the great debates we had guys.
0: no but, that, but that's what it felt like. it's literally what it felt like you were just yeah. like what now Like, what did I just witness literally you're like what did I just watch for the last three hours because it, it was one of those things that left you puzzled
1: literally. puzzled
0: and this is a team that has the championship aspirations mm-hmm. and also the championship potential in the Celtics mm-hmm. the Bucks have it too and both of their windows are really small Yep. with this year when you think about it what are the nets going to be next year how healthy you go with the sixers what can the heat be and if you go are out the west The Lakers going to do anything yeah and you go out west how much better are the grizz going to get with all this experience how much better can the timberwolves make a jump mm-hmm. i'm not saying make it out of the east i'm saying the celtics can win a title this year yeah but you gotta wonder how much longer that window is yep. and they might this this isn't just a we let game five slip through our hands mm-hmm. we let the second round series slip through our hands this is we let a ring slip through our hands yeah that's how I take
1: it wow yeah that's big that's huge I mean I, I don't disagree yeah I, I was gonna say because I, I know disagree.
0: you for someone you would say well you know you'd always that that's that's
1: it <laughs> that's that's legitimate because the Celtics have a championship defense obviously they can be a little streaky on offense but as cliche as this is going to sound, defense wins championships. Oh, oh! You're welcome. The
0: the the forty year old dads, the sixty year old white fathers across the country sitting back with a Bud in their lap, going, "Your yep, defense <laughs> wins, wins championships. championships, son," and took a swig. <laughs> oh, that is true. They though. had their moment.
1: That's true though. But, and that's
0: what I've loved about the Celtics is I said their defense will show up every game no matter what. It's if their offense can. And again, it was their offense did not. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean defensive boards, they did not.
1: Yeah. Well we'll see. Miami and Philly play tonight. He he Yeah, he heat. are up three two in the series. They're at Philadelphia.
0: Can I can I have a I gotta I gotta get this off my chest. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I took I took Philly money line last game. Oh, Why would I bet on James Harden in Miami? Not because it's in Miami. Yeah, wow, 11, bet on King Harden. of Diamonds. Yeah. I know, I know. Oh. I, well, I was betting on Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey because I'm, I'm a huge Tyrese Maxey fan. But why would I bet on James Harden playing the day after he's in Miami with King of Diamonds, 11 there? <laughs>
1: Not King of Diamonds. Come Diamond. on, Tootsies.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's I hilarious. Well, if just literally, I'm sorry to hear that. I think it should just be a cheat. Hopefully, James Harden stays in the East. Anytime he's playing in Miami, just take the other team and go <laughs> under on his points.
1: I need this to get Sounds that like a fun chest. guy. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: why Brooklyn was good for his game. There ain't no strip clubs in Williamsburg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Firsthand, I don't <laughs> I'm gonna know. Day, there. I don't know day. Day. <laughs> just going to leave that there. Okay. Miami and Philly tonight. Miami leads to Series 3 2. So we will see if Miami is going to. Move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, potentially, it could be the Celtics' opponent if they win the next two. Uh, Suns and uh, Mavericks also right after that game. Give Suns me are leaving. Yeah, I inject would, the Suns into my veins. Yeah, I, I think the Suns are going to take this one.
0: Fun, fun rivalry is how much and Luka Dallas, is how much Luka and Book hate each other.
1: Dude, I know. I saw that. I was like, do they actually hate each other? I think though they do. it's Luka's petty. It's awesome. Luka is the most petty person
0: complains a bunch
1: oh my gosh
0: so i pause real quick i made a friend uh, yesterday's game my buddy amari i can't say his last name it's french it's difficult great dude yeah grew up playing hoops plays in europe right now um and he saw luca play a bunch and i was jo- i was joking I'm like dude the way he complains he goes if luca isn't complaining he's having a bad day he's like that's how he always <laughs> plays and i'm like dude it sucks he goes i hate to see that
1: him. is his identity i mean you know if that's you just going to run with it um he's obviously a great player so his game speaks for himself but i don't know if that's actually if they actually hate each other that might just be all smoke
0: no nah, I,
1: I have to wait and see i know. think but i think i
0: like book i think he's a real one with that like he means if he doesn't yeah. like you like he's a pretty like seems keeps to himself like soft-spoken mm-hmm. guy but like he's just like that i love it you see him step on the court and you see that dog come out of him yeah. so he's like when he hates you he hates you <laughs> almost almost <laughs> cursed for the first time on this podcast now oh, I, like, I like i like i like son's Okay. Yeah, it's at Dallas, you're right, but I, I like Suns, All closing right. that out in six.
1: Uh, the Warriors, uh, Woo. Wednesday night. You
0: see the video of Dre with the whoop that trick? Yes. So they're, they're singing it, uh, yeah, Al Capone's like the it, hype yeah. guy there, his name's Al Capone, <laughs> spell it with a K, and he's in Steph's face, I just love Dre having his back <laughs> and he gets in it, and then he saw him fade away, Yeah. It's like, hey, don't come at my guy, and Steph's laughing it off, like, yeah. yo, you got skunk.
1: I mean, dude, like, I was like, "What is? What is happening?" That right was now? to Wait. walk
0: out of the Celtics postgame presser, see that score, and say to myself, "Holy sh!"
1: Says <laughs> <sense> how surprised
0: <laughs> I was about that score.
1: That was insane. Well, I mean, Golden State, they, they could have taken it. They lead the series three two. They play on Friday as well, right after Celtics Bucks. So Friday will be a big day. It'll be a fun day, for day in for us. Yeah.
0: I'm looking I mean, forward. I mean, Saturday at least. Saturday is gonna be really nice out in Boston. No matter what there's happens, there's no game scheduled
1: on Saturday, so <sighs> you can just you You'd know. Love to see it. Hopefully, we're preparing for a game seven on Sunday.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. But on games on Saturday, I'll be preparing like my SPF 35. I'm gonna be out in the sun. All I love that. that for you. You know, you know, you know what, you know what Saturday is gonna be for me. GTL. That's yeah. just how it goes.
1: We only do SPF 100 over here. <laughs> you know, got the melanin popping. <laughs> hey, there you go.
0: Good on you. <laughs> All right, and then on that note, I think we end this pod. Hey, guys, thank you so much once again for making us a part of your day. Let's see Chelsea Sherrod with the Bucks in six. Yep. George, I'm sticking with Celtics in seven. I don't feel great about it. But, hey, no matter what, we'll see you guys next week, either previewing a new series or rehashing what this season could have been for the Celtics. Have a good day, everyone.